0: How life goes on repeating. That was a question asked a few days ago. Today I will answer. From my childhood days, I had great love towards the Mahavira. Mahavira means the great warrior one who has conquered himself is a mahavira the real battle is never meant to be with the outside world the real battle is meant to be with the self the self desires the self-centeredness the selfishness that attracts miseries in your life. The real battle is meant to be with the self. The more you fight and overcome the temptations and the self-centeredness within you, the great is the possibility of happiness in your life. And one who overcomes the temptations, one who slips out of the mind and realizes his or her true self, is a Mahavira. Remember, it is not a love affair, it is a war, and one who wins the war is a Mahavira. Always remember, the first and greatest victory is to conquer yourself. Conquering others takes force. Conquering yourself is the true strength. Battling with others will not help. Victory doesn't last for long. Even if you win... After a while, someone is going to snatch it away from you. Battling with others feeds the ego. Battling with self eradicates the ego. The more you fight with people you disagree with, the more you are going to make your life miserable. Fighting with others has never added any value to anybody. It has always done more damage than otherwise. That is the reason why Buddha says It is better to conquer yourself than to win a thousand battles. Then the victory is yours, it cannot be taken from you, not by angels or by demons, heaven or hell. One who has fought with all that was wrong in him and conquered becomes victorious in the true sense, becomes a Mahavira. In the 6th century, into a royal family in what is now Bihar one such Mahavira was born. Mahavira was not his original name he was born as Vardhaman and the journey of his life from being a Vardhaman to being a Mahavira is simply fascinating. At the age of 30 Prince Vardhaman left his home, the royal palace. In the pursuit of spiritual awakening, he left everything. He abandoned all worldly possessions and became an ascetic. What a great soul he must have been. He simply renounced everything in the pursuit of realizing the beyond. When you have everything, every pleasure of this material world is at your feet and yet you are giving up everything in the pursuit of the divine truth. That is when the act of renouncing makes sense. Renouncing is when you are at the height of your success and yet you leave everything behind in search of the divine. Never leave the material world out of desperation. Because such kind of living is not renouncing but escaping from your failures. Migration from the material world to the spiritual world must happen through willingness and not through desperation. Unfortunately, many become monks out of desperation. Such a monkhood is of no use. It is better to live as a common man performing daily duties than to become a monk out of desperation. Vardhaman, the royal prince, had all the riches and royal privileges. He was born to the royal family, yet he willingly renounced the riches, the wealth, the power, the pleasures, and he set out in search of the divine, in the pursuit of spiritual awakening. His migration from the material world to the spiritual world was out of willingness and not desperation. Such an act of renouncing is a sign of a true seeker, and only such a true seeker could succeed. For the next twelve and a half years, Vardhaman practiced intense meditation and severe austerities after which he is believed to have attained Keval Nyan, Omni Science. Vardhaman means one who is evolving and through his intense meditation and deep penance he conquered all that was wrong in him. He conquered himself and the day he attained self-realization. The day he conquered himself, Vardhaman died and Mahavira was born. What a fascinating transformation to restore our belief in the power of possibility. Astounding! At that very moment of transformation, the world was blessed with one of the greatest messengers of God, the Mahavira. Today, millions and millions of people worship Mahavira and follow his teachings, and these faithful people are called Jains, the followers of Jainism. Mahavira, one of the greatest teachers of the Jains and the Buddha, were contemporaries. But Buddha loomed so magnanimously, he was such a huge tree, that for 300 years, scholars, historians and philosophers thought that Mahavira was not separate from Gautam Buddha that Mahavira was another name of Gautam Buddha because it is a title. Just as Buddha is a title, Buddha means the Awakened One. Mahavira means one who has conquered himself. It is just in the recent decades that scholars have realized the unique divinity of the two greatest masters of the 6th century. Certain stories related to the teachings of Mahavira are fascinating and insightful. And there is one such story that shares a certain revelation and it is worth knowing. A young prince came to know about the teachings and miracles of the Mahavira. And the more he would learn about the teachings and the miracles of this great master, the more he would long for his darshan, a glimpse of the divine master. But the Mahavira would not come to the palace. All efforts to pursue him Failed. Finally, the prince, who by now had become an ardent devotee of the Mahavira, decided to leave the palace and renounce this material world. He left everything all his wealth, his power, his royal privileges, and one dark night he left his kingdom. In search of the Divine Master, the Mahavira. For many days he searched and searched. Until one afternoon, he finally found the place where the Mahavira was staying. Immediately he reached that place. It was in the jungle. Somewhere near the woods. A small hut and the prince rushed towards the hut. Days and months had gone just to find the master, and now this rarest of the rare moment had finally arrived in his life. He could not wait any more. Quickly he rushed towards the hut, and the moment he was at the entrance of that small hut, A very gentle voice was heard from the inside. Suryabhan, come. I knew you would come. The prince's name was Suryabhan. And the prince was taken aback. This must be the master. This must be the Mahavira. Else, who can ever know? the name of a stranger. Such an enlightened being has to be none other than the divine master, the Mahavira. He immediately went inside and he saw the Mahavira seated in the lotus position. What a beautiful moment it was. How graceful the master looked. How strong his body was. The prince recollected that at one time Mahavira was also a prince, a warrior, the aura, the bliss, the peace. He could feel the graceful omnipresence of the divine master. And without wasting a single moment, he said, Master, I have renounced the world. Now I just want to be with you, please make me your disciple." Mahavira opened his eyes and now the prince could see the eyes of the master. So deep, so divine, there was so much of compassion in those eyes, so much of divine stillness he waited to hear the words of the master and the master said Suryabhan you have been my disciple from many lives this is not the first time that you have come to me i have accepted you long back i have been waiting for you i have been receiving your prayers from the day You have been praying to meet me. Come, here is the way. What you seek is always seeking you. And the prince moved towards the master. He hugged the feet of the master. Putting his head in the master's lap, he simply started crying. He couldn't control his feelings. He couldn't control his overflowing love towards the Master. The more he cried, the better he felt. Those tears were tears of joy, of love, of devotion, and of total submission to the Master. Every holy book, every religion that exists under this sky, simply shares one universal message. Surrender to the Almighty. Unless you surrender, no matter how much clever or intelligent you may think of yourself, you are never ever going to understand the true essence of this human life. To surrender yourself towards the Master, You need not be enlightened. All you need is unwavering faith and love towards Him. The way towards enlightenment is only through total submission to the Master. For a long time, he just kept his head in his lap. And the Master smiled. He moved his soft, gentle hand on his head. What a beautiful moment of love it was. The disciple moving towards the master, the master moving towards his disciple. How beautiful is this? How divine is this? How to express such an oneness? It is beyond the power of words. A single moment of love is equal to the whole eternity of love. Mahavira took Prince Suryabhan's hand in his and raised him up. Then with a smile he said to the prince, It is getting darker. Please go and bring some water from the nearby river. You will need it to cook some food. What could be more divine, more rewarding, more joyful than to serve the master? Prince Suryabhan readily started serving the master. His joy knew no limits. The more he would serve the master, the more he would rejoice. This is what true love is, selfless and unconditional. Love exists only when you feel joy in your heart. That is the sign of true love. To love means to drop the ego, to drop yourself. Love means not to be. If you are somebody, then love never happens. To experience true love, you have to become a nobody. And the wise prince, who must have millions and millions in his treasury, who must have had hundreds of servants, out of love for the divine master, had now become a nobody. And the moment he became a nobody, love was experienced. Rejoicing in his true love for the master, Prince Suryabhan felt happy within, But what disturbed him was the difficult life of being an ascetic. Half of his life he had been a prince. The lifestyle of the palace, the luxuries, the conveniences that he used to enjoy. He started feeling miserable without them. We cannot in a moment get rid of the habit of a lifetime and luxurious life, the conveniences of the palace, all of this had become a habit. It was difficult for Prince Suryabhan to live such a difficult life. He had to move half naked, he had to sleep on the hard floors with no clothes it was difficult and so on the very second night he started thinking of dropping out this was not for him there were so many mosquitoes meditating in such an environment was beyond his tolerance level he could not meditate so many mosquitoes and he was half naked And it was cold, and the place where he was sleeping was just in the middle, and hundreds of monks were staying there. The whole night he could not sleep. He had never lived that way. That was not his way of life. So in the night he decided that the next morning he would leave. And just when he had made up his mind, Mahavira appeared before him. You may think that the master is not aware of your thoughts, but the reality is something else. Once the master accepts you, he is more attentive to every thought and action that you would initiate. And so Mahavira appeared before the prince, and the prince was taken aback. Quickly he stood up and went to touch the feet of the master. Then he said, Master, you have come to my hut. Anything that I need to do, anything that I have missed, please correct me. And Mahavira said, that is the reason I have come to you, to correct you. I have read your thoughts, but before you make the decision to leave, please come here and sit in the lotus position. The prince followed the instructions. He quickly sat in the lotus position. Then Mahavira told him to do a certain kind of meditation called Jatismaran, the method to remember the past life. And he told him, you just do this whole night, sit in meditation and by morning whatsoever you decide. Then the master left. The prince meditated the whole night. He went into his past life. It was simple. People must have been simple during those times. So he went deep in his past life. And when it was morning, he came. Now he was full of new light. He touched the feet of Mahavira. And then he said, I have decided to stay. Enough is enough. I looked into my past life and yes, you were right. How long can I go on repeating it again and again? It is insulting to become a sannyasi, to accept the life stage of renunciation and then leave it. It is below dignity. It is not good for a warrior like me to be afraid of the mosquitoes, to sleep on the hard floor, to be afraid of the small inconveniences. You were right. It has happened twice. In the past life I was initiated and on the next morning I had left. And I was going to do that again. I am so grateful to you that you reminded me of my past life actions, of the terrible mistakes that I had done. Else I would have committed the same thing again, thinking that I am doing it for the first time. And this is what happens with most of you. Ignorance is preventing you from becoming conscious of your actions. And you are performing the same actions in every human life. You think you are fighting for the very first time. You think you are doing a certain action for the first time in your life. But that is an illusion in which you have been living through. Life repeats itself mindlessly unless you become mindful. It will go on repeating like a wheel. That's why Buddhists call it the wheel of life and death. The wheel of time. It moves like a wheel. Birth is followed by death death is followed by birth love is followed by hate hate is followed by love success is followed by failure failure is followed by success it is a feel. just see if you can watch just for a few days you will see a pattern emerging, a wheel pattern. One day you are feeling so good and so happy, and another day you are so dull. And just the other day you are so full of life, so blissful that you are feeling thankful to God, that you are in a mood of deep gratefulness. And today, there is great complaint, and you don't see the point why one should go on leaving. It goes on and on, but you don't see the pattern. Once you see the pattern, you can get out of it. The prince was able to understand the pattern. He had realized that there was a certain pattern where he had been leaving the master due to the small inconveniences that he was not ready to tolerate. And the moment he realized this pattern of ignorance and intolerant attitude of his past life, immediately he was able to get out of it. You may not able to get a glimpse of your past life. For such an experience is possible only by the grace of the Master. But you can certainly do soul searching and evaluate your life and understand the pattern that you have been following. And the secret is the pattern that you would discover remains the same in every human life. The pattern is the same. The design may vary. So the moment you realize the pattern of your current life, you come to know where exactly you have been committing mistakes. And the moment you realize your mistake, the moment you accept your mistake, life starts transforming. Then there is no looking back, then everything around you is the same, but you are not the same. Then there is a meaning to your life, a much clarity of purpose to your life. Then you are no more existing, but living. How beautiful is this, and how insightful is is this story of Mahavira and Prince Vardhama. The more we meditate on this simple story, the more we are able to reveal the treasures of this human life. Unless the pattern of life is not rectified, no matter how beautiful designs you make, the outcome. Is not going to change. If you want to change the outcome. If you want to derive happiness from this human life. Then you have to closely look at your life. Else the breakups, the fights, the terrible cheatings, the hurts will continue. The failure will continue. Unless you become mindful, the wheel of life, the same pattern of your life, will go on and on and on. You may take hundreds of births, but the pattern and the miseries that derive from it would never change until you start changing. Lessons in life will be repeated until they are learned if there is anybody in this world who can make your life better then it is no one but you you are the sculptor of your life and it is only you who can change your life and the secret to changing your life is in discovering the pattern of your life and working on it avoiding the mistakes that you had been committing again and again and again. Life is a great tapestry. The individual is only an insignificant thread in an immense pattern says Albert Einstein. The most beautiful thing is the moment you realize and accept your mistake you start making the necessary changes that ultimately help you to make your first move towards breaking the age old pattern that has been following you from so many lives. Energy functioning in a pattern becomes matter. That is all life is. Matter and energy are interrelated. The pattern through which you channelize your energy ultimately determines the course of your life. And it is a hard truth that changing the pattern of your life is not going to be an easy task because for many lives you have been following a certain pattern of life and so it is not going to change overnight it is going to take time there are going to be some great challenges but if you have the spirit of a warrior with persistent efforts you can change the pattern of your life to change the pattern of your life you would have to go through many sufferings many setbacks and many struggles which many are not willing to go and that is how the vicious circle of life and death continues the pattern remains the same. What changes is just the design. Only those who are willing to sacrifice and tolerate would be able to overcome and change the pattern of their life. And the strength and courage to overcome the pattern of your life comes from the grace and blessings of the benevolent, divine master. If material things are what you are talking about, when you say, I am blessed, you have no idea what blessing is. The only way to overcome the unending, repeating wheel of life is to realize the pattern of your life and become conscious of your actions. Remember, a mistake is not a mistake if it is repeated again and again and again. Such a mistake then becomes a habit and such a habit creates a vicious pattern of life. The root of the pattern is the habit that you have been addicted to. And at the root of habit is Ignorance. Ignorance indicates the total absence of consciousness. Ignorance is the curse of God. Knowledge is the wing where we fly to heaven, says William Shakespeare. Knowledge is when you find the answers, but understanding the meaning of those answers is what gives birth to wisdom. Knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is strength. Mastering yourself is the true power. Practicing self-control and tolerance is necessary. You can overcome the repeating pattern of life only when you conquer yourself. That is the way, the only way, that can help you to experience a totally transformed life. The pattern of your life will continue repeating mindlessly until you become mindful. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it No matter how small is the effort, the moment you initiate an effort towards overcoming the pattern of your life, sooner or later, life is going to change. Every morning when you get up, always say to yourself, I am starting over. A new pattern of thoughts, a new wave of emotions, a new connection to the world, a new system in myself. Remember, each morning we are born again. What we do today is what matters the most. You can change the pattern of your life. All you need is the power of constant awareness. Awareness is ever there. It need not be realized. Open the shutter of the mind and it will be flooded with light. Come back to the light within you. Meditate every day. And when you meditate, Remember, you are not alone.